0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to episode 15 of the True Hoopers podcast. I'm your host, CJ Gray. I got two special, special guests in the building with me today. You heard him last week. Fourth year guard from the Wrenching. Want to read his accomplishments? Just Google the name. Kadre Gray. How you doing, sir? Not too bad, man. Let's, Let's get it. Right across from me at the table, we got my lovely sister straight out of the mtl montreal how you doing kenisha yeah, yeah. gray is in the building with me uh this is a special special uh new year's episode pretty much uh we weren't supposed to come to you with this one but uh we had to we're all in the building we got to do it right why not real special all right let's get it like this since this is your first time on the show let's do some trivia oh no Got three questions for y'all. Um I guess who whoever gets the most correct answers is the winner of the trivia. Three questions. Simple, plain. Question number one. What team holds the record for most consecutive NBA titles? Is it A the Los Angeles Lakers? B the Boston Celtics? C Golden State Warriors, or D the Chicago Bulls? Kenisha. Going with B? Boston? Boston Celtics, Kadre? Mm.
1: Boston Celtics.
0: You are both correct. It is B, the Boston Celtics. Yes, sir. They won eight straight titles between 1959 and 1966. Was that Bill Russell, right? Um, yes, Red Arbacher was the coach those celtics question number two what player holds the record for most consecutive double doubles in one season since the nba slash aba merger is it a kevin love b jason kidd c andre Jumman, or d dwight howard Jeez. Can you show? i'm saying b jason kidd oh say it again a kevin love b jason key jason kidd C, Andre Drummond, or D, D12, Dwight Howard? Grandpa in the back says B. Ah,
1: man. My heart's right now. Dwight Howard, man.
0: Please. Drey goes with Dwight Howard. Kenesha?
1: I'm going with uh, B. B. Listen, kid.
0: You are all wrong. It's A, Kevin Love. Yeah, I felt it. 51 games straight. Kevin Love, when he was with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Every day was a a double-double. Grabbing like 40 and 25 rebounds. Nonsense like that. All right, last question.
1: Is it a tiebreaker?
0: Tiebreaker, last question. Who is the all-time leader in assists for the Toronto Raptors? Is it Kyle Lowry, B. Jose Calderon, C, DeMar DeRozan, or D, Alvin Williams? Kenesha.
1: Um, Joy, what's
0: his name? A. Kyle Lowry, B. Jose Calderon, C. DeMar DeRozan, or D. Alvin Williams? B. B. Jose Calderon, Cadre.
1: How long did Alvin Williams play with the Raptors? I were? can't <laughs> tell you any of that. Yo.
0: <laughs> Alvin Williams, man. Alvin Williams. Dre's going Alvin Williams. Grandpa, want to give us an answer? I got my grandpa in the building, by the way. OG. What you know about that? Up. Come on, grab. I need an answer from you. Come on, OG. <laughs> it's
1: probably Kyle Lowry, maybe.
0: Yeah, Alright, I'll give you the answer. It is B Jose Calderon. Let's go. Kenisha, give me dabs. <laughs> They from Montreal, killing it in Toronto. All right. Big ups. That's a good one, Kenesha. Good one. Good job. Good execution on that one. All right, guys. Let's stick with the Toronto Raptors. Let's talk a little basketball. Toronto Raptors. You know what it is. Pascal Siakam, broken. Norman Powell, broken. Marcus All broken. All on the sidelines right now. Raptors, since those guys went down, three and two. Had a huge comeback the other day against the Dallas Mavericks. Came back from 30 points down. Did you guys get a chance to see these highlights or watch the game? I saw a little bit of the highlights. Yeah, I saw a little bit too. Any take any takeaways from this Raptors uh week without the without the big dogs in the lineup? That's yeah, it. how you feeling about it?
1: Um Well, we got Kyle Lowry back. Yes. So he's He's been the holding the down guys. the ship. I think um, Fred's also out too right now.
0: Fred's back. He, I think, he played the last couple of games. Okay, okay. He um, played since the Dallas game, so last three games, if I'm correct. Um,
1: big upset at Raptors for you know was it coming back from thirty?
0: Thirty down. Thirty down at home mm. against Dallas, without uh without uh Luka Doncic. Yeah, that's that's really tough.
1: I I know I seen a couple of the highlights. Kyle Lowry just said, "I'm gonna put the city in Canada on my back and win this game and just guide." So that's what he did. My hat off to him, you know. But what they're doing is tough right now. I think you know. They're, they're, they're underdogs right now mm. They're the underdogs But they're mm. trying to show everybody you know, They can win another one
0: mm. I love you guys
1: <laughs> What? <laughs> bro, what are you talking about? You guys bro?
0: are saying a lot of things A lot of names You, just, you guys ain't mentioning Nick Nurse though Nick Nurse, oh. Listen man, I watched that game <laughs> That was bombing threes From everywhere Couldn't stop him Jalen Brunson DeLon Wright, former Raptor, none of those guys can guard in pick and roll situations. Everybody's getting eaten, getting bodied. Kyle Lodge putting the ball in the chest, taking it back out, putting the ball in the basket. Easy work. But Nick Nurse, though, Nick Nurse implemented a full court press, bro. A diamond press. Had the Dallas Mavericks scrambling, scratching their heads, like, no, literally, like, Przingas was at the end of the, end of the court, scratching their head, looking at the whole play develop at the other end of the court, like, what is going on here? Mm. <laughs> Nick Nurse threw it in the press. Man's were never the same. Raptors chipped away at that lead starting, starting in the fourth. And that was pretty much game. I want to give Nick Nurse the highest ratings I can possibly get him. Um, we saw it last year in the finals. how much of, well, Not even before the even finals, but in the conference finals. And before that, all throughout the playoffs, how much of a genius he is. This guy implemented a simple high school defense to stop, stop the Golden State Warriors. To this day, Stephen Curry's mad. You see him with his boxing one t- uh, sweater? There's a sweater that says Boxing One. I don't know if you not know, know what that means. No. But he's trying to send jabs at uh, Mr. Nurse. Hey, man, Mr. Nurse got you, Mr. Curry. You got to take the one on the chest. <laughs> you got to slow down by a Boxing One. It is what it is.
1: I'm sure when he sees him again, he's going to do it, though.
0: Curry? Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll see. We'll find out about that one. I'm, sh- I'm sure Nick Nurse has something up his sleeve for that one, too. For sure. The day he comes. <laughs> oh, you're going to Warriors fan, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Can we get a boo? Can y'all boo in the background, please? No, man. By the way, I got my sister Jada in the building. My girl Julie told you I had OG, your aunt in the building. Um, Yeah, I don't want you on the show no more. I don't, I don't like you being OG uh, Warriors fan. What's up? How did this Warrior Love develop?
1: The Warrior Love? Yeah. Man, it started with, it started with the, the base that they grew over there. Okay.
0: You
1: know? I've always had a thing for Steph Curry, you know, just being revolutionized the game. So...
0: Oh, 1,000%. Yeah, 1, me, I,
1: I know I just try to go in the gym every day. I try to take shots and just mm-hmm. try to emulate what he's doing on the court. So, mm-hmm. For, you know, my love grew right there. But then just a group of guys over there.
0: Was there a particular series, game, yeah. time span where you said, damn, I am a Golden State Warrior um, fan?
1: I think it took some time. Monte Ellis was over there first. Oh, so, so I, you liked them from I liked Monte them, Ellis. I liked them when they had Monte Ellis. They had Baron Davis, the dunk where he lifted his shirt uh just uh who is it on is it andre karolenko ak-47 yes, yes 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 so you know there was a little bit of love there and uh-huh. then they you know they had a they found a gem in, in steph curry uh-huh. at davidson and i did my research uh-huh. and i said this guy's tough but the world doesn't know it yet uh-huh. so it was just a low-key thing that was there you know
0: oh he was getting a lot of love out of Davidson though he was getting with a, a lot of with love, the magical he run was, he had in the final I think, four
1: i think you know for his dad to be del del curry uh-huh like it kind of felt like he wasn't living up to that sort of hype. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But we didn't expect him to be as great as he is now. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean. Like,
0: okay. 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 You know what? I can't be mad at you for being a Golden State Warrior mm -hmm. fan. You know, everybody's a Golden State Warrior fan since their run. Um, I really liked them. I forgot what year it was, but, um, there was a play where Curry in against the San Antonio Spurs, Curry rolled the ball on the ground against Tony Parker. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember this. He crossed over, crossed over, crossed over lost the ball rolled it right in front of tony parker and, and shot, shot it back. i said that boy is special easy easy that's that, Curry. Uh, yeah. i said that guy know. is special <laughs> always been special um yeah and yeah, pretty I'm much yeah pretty much since then um i respected him but uh you know psh, ain't gonna be going to stay worried i like the well. duncan a- uh, ak-47 baron davis that um what's that squad called they have a special name for that squad baron davis uh jason richardson Andres Beatrice. that team that took out the Dallas Mavericks in the first round. I don't know the team. The name was. Ah uh, man, it's a very popular and people are gonna look at us like a bunch of idiots if we don't know this one. Regardless, um, that was a very special squad. Um, and we all love that team, but you know,
1: I don't know if y'all seen um uh, Steph Curry's uh, handshake with his uh, with his kid. Y'all seen it?
0: Oh yeah, what well, he's uh was sitting it, down. With Riley, yeah? Yeah, with Riley.
1: Yeah, just big ups to Steph Curry. That's a tough handshake. Oh, yeah. That's tough. Oh yeah, for sure. That's for my sure. brother for right sure. there. Sure. Brother for in sure. Christ, for man. Big sure. up for sure.
0: I want to ask you something. Um the other day we got to talking. We didn't I really get to go through all the questions I wanted to ask you. Uh what NBA players did you model your game off coming up? Growing up. Growing up.
1: Um Okay, a couple of things, a couple of guys. Well, you know, you know, I was in the backyard with C.J. Gray, so um, I was trying to steal everything I could do. So big ups for that, you know. I was just trying to steal all the moves, and you know, I had a little bit of D. Rose. Mm. I was just trying to do athletic layups all the time,
0: all the time.
1: Um, Damian Lillard, mm. big yes, ups to him. Mm. Um, I always like KD because that length. I never had that, you know, that seven foot ten wingspan. Yeah, but sometimes I play like I do if I have somebody shorter on me. So I try to think I'm KD for a second. Uh-huh. But who else? who else is there? Uh, devin booker now
0: devin booker right yeah. right right
1: um but if you notice the guys that i like they're they're all really most of them are shooters uh-huh. like they have one really great skill so derrick yeah. rose was like his finishing ability his mm-hmm. athleticism you know steph curry with a shooting you know what i mean so i kind of pick guys like that who have like an elite ability and all then right. i try to use all of them so i can combine them yeah, to yeah, get myself bits and pieces off their game yeah. so
0: you were saying it really started with Derrick Rose. Started with Derrick Rose back and then. then. Transitioned to all these other players. Transitioned you, to all the other love guys. As you the game. Yeah. Grew that's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Um, and it really shows in your game because you are an athletic finisher. And yeah, you've adapted the three-point shot now. Ability to play, making everything like that. So that's awesome. Kanisha, you were a damn good high school player back in your day too. Big up. No, honestly. I'm not just saying shooter, this to shoot Shooter. You could shoot out the building. Um, what players were you inspired by? WNBA, NBA. I don't know if you know. You don't know any WNBA, do you? Sue Bird. Sue Bird. Oh, Sue you know Bird. Sue Bird, right? Right. Shout out to Sue Bird. <laughs> so, what players did you like growing up watching? Uh, I would have to say Robert Ori. Robert, Robert Ory. That's a that's, that's a big name you pulling out there. Why did you like Robert Ori?
1: You only know about the big shot, man. Yeah, man. Right, big shot ball. Video games back in the crib. Nice.
0: Robert Orey was the go-to man. With the uh, what video game you used to play? Do you remember that, what, what that was? It was in Nintendo 64. It wasn't Nintendo 64. It was it uh, NBA courtside with Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we used to kill that one. Me and Kadre back in the day. Um, and used to pick the Lakers, obviously, Kadre. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I would just find different guys to play with. But uh, so Sue Bird was really someone that you looked up to mm-hmm. growing up. And Robert Ori you say? Yes. All right, for me personally, it was Tracy McGrady. That's
1: exactly what I was gonna say. For you,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, it was Tracy McGrady. Uh, I'm not gonna lie; didn't like him as a raptor that much. Didn't think anything of him. I thought, damn, this guy's long, super athletic. But when he got to Orlando, jeez! Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I first seen that T Mac pull up, <laughs> oh man! <right>. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> the memories. Yeah, so folks who don't know, you know, back in the day, Kadre growing up, so I'm seven years older than Kadre, um, two years older than Kanisha, so we used to sit, we used to play in the background all the time, uh, and emulate player moves and stuff like that, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a rumor, a little rumor, a little uh, myth that goes on that I taught Kadre everything, that's not that's not the case, it was more like I was trying to improve on my game, I needed a pylon, so I called little bro and said, yo, come play, thus he developed his love of the game and did his thing, right? So, um. let me tell you when I knew you were going to be good. Mm. All right? Good, I know, I was a particular moment yeah. I remember hey, when yeah, I was yeah, young, particular moment. Field, particular, moment. particular, not even that, it was I tell it was a particular moment. So remember when we used to play in the background one-on-one? Yeah. I think Kanisha came out that day too, and she shot around and played a little bit around the world, and she got tired when inside. And then you, me and you played one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, for like a month, that whole summer, I was trying to force you to go left oh yeah straight left straight left straight left left. i would not let him go right at that time he couldn't really shoot so he only could drive and he had to be quick with it because i'm taller faster and everything bigger so i remember that day within 20 minutes he was struggling to go left (laughs) struggling (laughs) by the end of the game i was up by like four points maybe we're going up to 11. i was like seven to three you rattled off four straight baskets uh-huh. and then the game was tied and i remember you going reverse some d row stuff <laughs> all right and i was going actually going up to pin the shot because i was like there's no way he's gonna beat me there's no way the liberal can't come out of court and just beat me all right you made a little comeback cool you know amazing <laughs> to you, you know. <laughs> but there's no way you're gonna beat me go up for the pin put two hands on the left side of the basket, slap the basket back more hard as possible. No basketball in my hand. I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> the guy emerged underneath the basket. Right hand, I finished. Back the right. <laughs> I said, what the hell? <laughs> from there, from there, he just had a Derrick Rose later package. <laughs> He just had a day Rose pass. He came down next <laughs> possession, left-hand floater. I said, no way. We're, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We almost fought that day. I'm not going to lie. I, was, I threw the basketball at you. I said, yo, yo bun this, man. But um, since that day, I knew you were going to be good. That was you the first up, time I beat you, right? That was the first time. Yeah. And uh, I remember that finally because, like, damn, this guy's actually going to be good. He picked up things really, really quickly. I remember... Um, Trying to teach you how to do the pull-up jumper. I'm just to say to you a like, lot, you should elevate on your jump shot. Elevate, because I'm dumb, naive at the time. I didn't think. It's not really about elevation. It's just about executing proper form and getting the shot off as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm telling you, you got to elevate your shot. You got to elevate. And You actually did it for a little bit, and you were draining those jumpers. i was like, this, guy, this guy's going to be nice. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. 100%, 100%. And you were maybe... So you were maybe... Nine years old, eight years old when that happened, um, and I was in high school. So I was like, "Yeah, automatically, yeah, he's gonna be good." And I started bragging to my friends, like, "Yo, that kid in the court over there, you see me in the gym, right? I'm nice. I'm busting you, busting you guys, right? Killing you guys on the court. That one over there, oh, he's gonna be a problem. He's gonna be a problem." Um, Kenisha, used mm-hmm. to play in the backyard as well. Um, you were an amazing shooter. You're an amazing shooter. Oh,
1: man, can you put that Westbrook? That Westbrook. What? Bro, what are you talking about? No, I'm right? playing with you. I'm playing with you. <laughs> no, no, no. Shooter, shooter, like shooter. You were a shooter. Yeah. could
0: shoot. I remember going to George S. Henry um, and watching Kenisha play a high school game there. I had to bring mm-hmm. you a pair of shoes, actually, right? Yep. I went to sports check. Shout out to Jason. Jason hooked me up with a pair of Adidas. <laughs> Brought it to Kenisha just in time for game. Game started. Lord have mercy, man. Lord have mercy. Port and hmm different, different, different. I never mm-hmm. knew
1: she could have oh, yeah. she could shoot. She could. She could, shoot. Shoot. she could really
0: shoot. I I watched her come down the court, call it a fake play, Kadre. Yeah. Step back, bang, fake mm, play. It. I said, "Excuse me." <laughs> then she drove to the basket, reverse layup. I said, "No, no, no, no." What am I watching here? <laughs> what am I watching here right now? Killing them, and then. uh I remember you were supposed to play my alma mater, George Vanier, mm-hmm. and Is that that, didn't, that game didn't go down. You didn't play that game, but everybody was fair in Kanisha. I keep, everybody kept calling me, telling me. Every time I was walking to the mall, everywhere, I was like, yo, Kenisha, playing Oh, no. Oh, no. I remember a girl named Nicolette. Shout out to Nicolette. Mm. She used to play for George Vanier. At that time, Kenisha was at George's. Henry, Nicolette. I saw Nicola on the street one day just a couple days before the game. Nicolai was like, oh my God, we're playing you playing Kanisha? Kanisha? I heard she had like 30 in the first game. I was like, whoa, that's fair. That's fair out here. Um That's just, that's 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 the story for everyone. Um even for myself. I kind of stopped playing basketball pretty much at the end of high school. Uh you have to Well not everyone wants to be an NBA player, first of all. Not everyone is everybody wants to play basketball and have a, a basketball career. But once you find out that that's your love and your passion, you gotta go out every single day. Mm-hmm. Every single day. It can't be a day off. It can't be a day where you're in your bed and you're just like, I don't wanna do it. Even if that day does come, you still gotta get up and do it. Yeah. Be consistent at it. Um, things happen in life. You might take a vacation seven, 14 days off or something like that, right? right. You gotta find a gym or a workout and do something all on vacation. Cause you're gonna be eating on vacation, You come back fat, you know what I mean? Things happen, right?
1: Facts. Uh,
0: you got to be understand. I think it's very important. It's li- we live in an information age, so everything's on the internet right now. Yeah. You can find whatever you need on the internet. So For young people out there who really want to play basketball, really want to make it a career, make it a, something that they do in the future, your eating habits are extremely, extremely important. I know you're a kid. You don't you think it's a joke. You know what I mean? You can yeah. go. You can very eat like 10, um, make chickens, and then uh, go play ball, and it'll be all good. It's actually very, very important. Kajre, you, you have been learned have learned how to diet and become better with your eating habits and workout habits. What are things that you've learned within your time at Laurentian um, that you implement consistently like through this diet. day?
1: I could give you a, a lecture on the importance of eating and how that plays a factor on 100%, let us you know? hear it, let us hear it. But um, I'm just going to say, like, you know, for me, I think mm, me growing up, I think I was able to eat, like, and had to make chickens yeah. and go yeah. play ball and mm-hmm. didn't affect me. But I think I reached a point when I got to high school, late high school. So I'd say grade 12, 11, uh, even my fifth year, I started to realize the impact of food. So, you know, that would play a part in like my bad games. I knew it was the food. Like, you know, mm-hmm. having a big bowl of Chinese food is mm-hmm. not good <laughs> for you prior to a game. Like, so I figured it out, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as I, I'm in university now, um, like, those pre meals are really really important. Mm. You know, having like your salads, having all of that, like it sets the tone. Because you'll go into the game with a certain amount of energy, you know? Mm. All those things help you be in the optimal range so that you perform at your best, you know?
0: Optimal range. Optimal
1: yeah. range. And that's what we try to aim for. So <laughs> So I think the biggest thing is just that, you know, all kids, you know, I'm not gonna say don't have your fun. You know, you gotta eat, you gotta enjoy your life, right? Yeah. But yeah there's a there's a time to lock in Mm -hmm. right you know for me right now during season time um like every week we have games right so i'm trying to set my body up so that i'm eating better and better and better as the week goes on you know Mm -hmm. so try to eliminate you know all the garbage stuff like mcdonald's wendy's um you know all that all that fast food stuff yeah sugar you know limit that you know um but in the summer like you know i'm here for the holidays you know I'm gonna have a one two, you know M and M's, almonds right here beside me. <laughs> you know I'm gonna have a little bit. I'm gonna have a little bit. I gotta enjoy my life, but um, yeah, man, you just
0: gotta. It's, it's time, time and place, right? For sure, for sure, for sure, so, for sure. So tell me one balance for a day. What would you eat? Do you count calories by the way? Um, I did
1: for for a time. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Not, not right now. Not right okay. now. Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry. What was your question again?
0: What would you eat? For what a would day? I eat? Like for breakfast, what would you have? Let's say on a
1: game day. Game yeah. day. Um so i kind of i one thing i was doing before but i usually mm, kind of stopped now was i don't have pasta game day anymore if i'm gonna have pasta it's gonna be the night the day before mm-hmm. um but game day is probably like it's a whole lot of light foods such as like you know like if i'm having chicken like it's not a lot it's just like me eating chicken throughout like three four hours like it's just little pieces and pieces you know what mm-hmm. i mean or like um what else is there you know, you get your little bit of salad. I don't I don't like salad a lot, but I'll have a little bit, you know, just throw that in there. Um, nah, I'm not even thinking about the foods right now. They're not coming to my head right away. Um Do you have like a little them? bit of potatoes, you know what I mean? But nothing heavy. So that's so the you most eat important thing. Small portions throughout yeah, the Yeah, small portions, right? Of things that are just generally okay for you. Do you have like smoothies and protein drinks? Um oh one thing I kind of you know, kind of just put in there more and more now is uh, I usually have a tropical before uh before the game. <laughs> Um, you know just mix it up you know but it's good stuff I just just try to have good portions you know Mm -hmm. because sometimes a few times I've gone into games I've been I've been hungry you don't want to go into a game hungry so for everybody out there make sure you eat you know but don't be full going into a game right, it's a double standard this is the this is the this is the um
0: I have a question for you who in the neighborhood that you saw playing basketball the OGs people who are older than you who in the neighborhood inspired you uh, to want to play basketball, who did you want to take bits and pieces off in the neighborhood? Let's give credit to the OGs Ooh. in the neighborhood, because there's always those OGs the in the neighborhood. OGs. well... There's no, always those OGs.
1: Obviously, I was playing with you two most in the backyard, so, yeah. you know, CJ's uh, athletic ability, Kanisha's shooting, you know, he always had a nice form, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, OGs in the hood. Um, I'm sure a couple names right now. R.I.P. Um, Grimes, you know? Oh, yes, yes, he yes. was R. There. R. P. to him. Yeah, he was... The quickest guy on, on the block. Uh, no way you can guard him. <laughs> he had an amazing crossover, man. Yeah. Him, Handel, um, I'll and put Al, it out there. He yes. was definitely mm. athleticism on the block was crazy. Um, what else we got out there? I'm going to throw out Arshia and Chris. Um, those were a couple guys I played with. You know, they showed me a way. Um, they taught me about the physical game. Mm. Um, a lot of people, A lot of people will show you that, but mm-hmm. when I played with them a lot, they were physical with me, and they made me, you know, Learn to get the N1. Mm. Earn that stuff. Yep. Um who else, man? Who else? I'm I know I'm forgetting names. Curtis. Oh, Shaq was out there too. Right. Especially Shaq played yeah. ball. Right. You know. Um, he was smooth. I liked his game back yeah. in the day. Um Bird. 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 We gotta yes. throw a bird out there. Yes. Yes. Every time I heard that guy's name, he was hitting some he hit a game winner. It was crazy.
0: He was one of those guys, man, that wasn't good at basketball yeah. when um in junior high. But there was like a, you know what we used to say? We used to to create a 2K for his development in basketball. he used to sit home and play 2K like 24 hours a day. Oh, yeah, he did take 2K very seriously. Very serious at 2K, (laughs) man. Yeah. And then one day, out of nowhere, it was after a weekend. Yeah. I was sitting at home playing 2K. Yeah. Just like him. Came (laughs) back after a weekend, he had a jump shot. Let me tell you, this jump shot was butter, man. He didn't miss anything absolutely for about a week we tried, were sitting there looking at the jump shot just like bro how do we stop this he was hitting everything in my yeah, eye yeah, like, yeah i had to guard him most of the time because we're yeah. about the same size the yeah. same build and was hitting everything in my eye i'm getting embarrassed i'm just like bro what is going on here He could shoot it then we he played about we're, gonna get to him Kule. 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 we're gonna get to him in a second oh. we're gonna get to him in a second Ooh. but then um we used to we used to play american or sorry king of the court one-on-one yeah and this other guy another og of ours um fitzgerald that used to work at or your community center, shout out to him. He's one of the guys I looked up to. Um, he used to strip Bird as he goes out for the shot. Mm-hmm. After that, we saw it one time. <laughs> oh. oh man, man, save that in the files. Bird could not shoot again, yeah. that was it. We all, once we see him go out for the shooting motion, yeah. strip every single time. Tell, tell you this man, Bird went away for about three weeks. Yep. Never saw Bird, hardly seen him in school. Every time you seen him it was just in class and he wasn't yeah. talking to nobody. Yeah. Came back after three weeks, man.
1: Had the energy.
0: Jump shot reformed. A reformed. Refined. This guy had to go away. Picked up the set for a little bit higher. Yeah. Oh my god. Butter, yeah. was, was was he made that adjustment, yeah. man? He was he was nice, man. Yeah. He's nice he to was this day, nice. man. He was nice. To this day. As long as he controlled his weight, he was he was nice. Yeah. He was so, he was so real nice. Deal.
1: He was real deal. He um, was real deal.
0: A couple of guys that want other guys that want to show out, shout out. Um, Sammy Basha, he was the same age as me, okay. um, played with him during junior high. Um, Derek DeJesus, I okay. uh, really looked up to him. He's a Filipino guy, super, super quick. I remember when he first came to Woodbine. Mm. Um, I think it was like in the middle of November. season was just about to start. Okay. And people were like, yo, this guy Derek is better than you, CJ. Yeah. He's better than you, man. I was like the second best player of the team. And I was like, yo, who's this guy? I haven't seen him for like a week. <laughs> like, I couldn't go to Kim- Oria all the time. Finally got to go to Oreo, played with him. Bro, quick, super yeah. quick, super nice crossover. Um, I've heard that he's been able to go on with his life and play professionally for a little bit. But um, that guy, yeah. really, really quick, really nice. And Good. two other guys I really want to, three actually guys, I really want to credit. Um, Jason. Hey, I can't say his last name, but he used to work at Oreo. You know him? He used to call him uh, Big Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best player I've ever seen personally in my yeah, life. Yeah. Best player I've ever seen. I have never
1: seen him go to work, but you say, you, you, say you liked him, yeah. He was so nice, man. Yeah. Smooth.
0: He had a brother. I'm completely blacking out, blacking out on his name right now, but his brother was nice with the handles. Yep. Amazing, amazing handles. Um, You can dribble circles around you. Easy. Light work. Yeah. Nothing to him. And finally, Kunle Banjoko. Kunle! If you're out there in the <laughs> world, man, you used to call him a uh, killer.
1: <laughs>
0: killer! Oh, my God. Kunle was so, so nice. The strongest guy. He was the same age as me. Yeah he was lanky he never really grew after like 16 or 17 years old oh, but he was super super strong he super <laughs> strong i credit him a lot for my development as a basketball player and just learning the game because he's like a specimen for our age that i have to guard him most of the time
1: <laughs> you have to learn oh i had to learn the hard way bro yep.
0: and playing with him over the bench over a course of time over a couple of years, I had to, my, grow, my game grew exponentially. So, shout out mm-hmm. to Kunle. And another guy named Jamie. I don't know if you've seen him in the backyard. He used to play with me a lot in the backyard. Yeah. Um, a left-handed dude. He was left-handed. I uh, used to live in Allenberry as well. The old Allenberry. Rest in peace to that. Uh, Jamie was super, super nice with it. Always played with me in the backyard. Yeah. A little bit older than me. Credit to that guy as oh, well.
1: And, and, and um, I have three names on my head too. Um, one... It's a couple guys you know mm-hmm. you always come across guys that make you say yo i have to take my game to the next level yeah. um i used to go to the y when i was young mm-hmm. and there was one guy very smooth i actually call him paul pierce it was <laughs> deadly what he was doing at the ymca tyrell oh yes he yes. was going hard um just such a smooth game nothing mm-hmm. sped him up it was incredible mm-hmm. so i had to you know go home watch paul pierce highlights try to see what's going on i had to analyze mm-hmm. um another man who's actually still relevant today mj oh yes 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 um, yes he taught me how to win games legend by actually. any means legend. by any means you yeah. have to win the game so you know big ups to him and then the lastly would uh, be um uh, manny um he i played with him at ryerson mm. um but i was younger than him when we were when, when i first met him at eastern mm. and um he was balling too definitely balling you know you know one day he came into practice and he just he locked me up Mm-hmm. And that changed a lot for me. I said, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna I'm gonna get work better on it. Yeah, figure out. I'm gonna it work, out. work on it. So, you know, there's all these these people who you know make mm-hmm. you say, Yo, I gotta work on my game, I gotta take it to the next level. And yeah. you know, they're all critical pieces to my
0: development. Thousand percent, thousand percent. Um We in Toronto. We celebrating Christmas, the holidays, New Year's. We watch the Christmas days, Christmas games go down. Um, Celtics versus Raptors. Yep, Raptors took the L. First game in Toronto. On a Christmas day uh, Bucks versus sixers, you know the games was there any takeaways from that game from that uh, day of games uh, that you uh witnessed going
1: um I know all my teammates are listening to this um Haroon especially Cedric especially um and fafa especially Um my clips won um yeah, yeah. I heard a lot of beaking when they beat him at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. Uh it's set in stone they did it twice now. Mm-hmm. So it's just get a bucket and get a stop. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, I try to tell them every single time they keep bringing to me LeBron James. Um I gotta put that in the air, I gotta put that to rest. Yeah, All right, Kawhi Leonard right now holds the crown.
0: I did not like what LeBron did after the game. After the game? Yeah, we were talking about he got knee by Patrick Beverly and that seven back need? five yeah. What? That's what he said, man. No, That's what? what he said. That's what the- <laughs> What? <laughs> that's what he said, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he said it's th- it, that knee sent him back like five days to when he was hurt. Five days ago. Oh all kinds God, of excuses. He looked at the camera yes. with a puppy face. I, I didn't like it at all. I,
1: I will say, however, LeBron didn't look like he had a uh, – like like a, he didn't look like his normal self. He looked like he was kind of battling
0: injury. But that's two games now versus the Clippers. Yeah,
1: two games now against the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And I, what I really don't like, because everybody's just told me LeBron James is clutch. And I'm not going to say he's not clutch. Mm-hmm. But did you see what he did against Patrick Beverly? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he passed the ball to combo Pope in the corner. <laughs> I first, I, at first, I was like, "What is this guy doing?" Then he passed the ball back mm-hmm. to him. LeBron got the ball back, mm-hmm. and it was like he tried to play around with like, Patrick Beverly, like he's like he's gonna score easily. Like
0: he's not first team all defense.
1: Like he's not gonna strip him, mm-hmm. and so that's what happened. So Patrick gotcha, Beverly said, "What?" So. I, I I don't know what LeBron was doing like you know what I mean when they you bring up the clutch voice. arguments yeah. that's goes in my files mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to bring up I will say to you
0: <laughs> say say this to you um I really don't like how everyone says you when, when it comes to being clutch you got to be like Jordan LeBron I um, mean Jordan Kobe Bryant you have yeah. to take the shot to be clutch and you have to make the shot I, I think that's think, complete yeah. nonsense I mm-hmm. think LeBron's definition or the way LeBron is clutch is that he's always making the right play the right even play. in clutch moments the block he's the block yeah um, assisting to someone to get them an open yeah. shot. He's always making... It. People yeah. might say, yo, that's not clutch. Yeah. That's running away from the moment. But you gotta... St- to me, being clutch is sticking to who you are. And yeah. if LeBron's a playmaker and that's who yeah, that's he good is in the DNA, yeah. he's sticking to that he even should, in the clutch. He should have played make there then. He should have. He should have, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, should've, he should have. That. Um, I also don't like how he... I, don't, I understand why he did it. He had Kawhi Leonard on him to begin possession. Hey, hey, hey. Um, <laughs> and he got to pick and roll to switch on to Patrick Beverly. I don't like that, man. Yeah. I I was like,
1: no, but there was no sense of like, yo, I'm going to get the shot off with a move. It was just like, I'm going to, he literally stood on the three point line and then just tried to do a stationary step back. Like Mm. it was not making sense. There was no, yeah, there was no like, yo, you know, the one he had against Golden State
0: Mm. when he Mm. had that tough step back to the left. When he was with Miami. Yeah, or, when he was with Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He yeah. had a move. He got yeah.
1: into it, did the step back. Like This was just like he was trying to toy around Patrick Beverly, and to me, that's disrespectful.
0: Go in baby. He's out here. <laughs> oh. My takeaways were Giannis versus the Sixers. Ooh. When I say Giannis, Sixers would end up winning that game. Sixers went to the Raptors' defense of just walling up, preventing Giannis from going to the basket. Mr. Greek Freak was not able to hit a couple of threes. Yep, uh, He took eight of them. What was he? I think he was over for 7 or 0 for 8. Hey, tough. But the worst part about it is there were uncomfortable threes, bro. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons was standing in the key guarding. Or Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Al Horford, they were all standing in the key. While he shot the three? While he shot the three and he was hesitating, bro. Was on, there was a couple of possessions there he didn't even want to shoot at the ball. He oh, just stood on top of the key, uncomfortable looking to pass the ball. Can't have the energy, Giannis. Mr. <laughs> Greek freak, can't have the energy, man. Yeah. Can't have the energy. Big games, you gotta make sure that three point shot is ready. You gotta hit the gym, what? Jimmy Butler style three in the morning. It was last time. The shot was popping. Against LA, yes. Yeah. But it can't be that it can't be inconsistent like that. Yeah. Um come on, Mr. Greek Freak. Get it together, man. Another takeaway. Warriors beating Rockets. Yep. Warriors beating Rockets. Let's see, you know what? How does yo, know, James already can't beat any version of the Warriors, can he? James Harden, man, he's a very, very interesting topic
1: himself, but we're not going to get into <laughs> that. Um, hat off to D'Angelo Russell. Uh, big game. And Draymond Green. Donald big stretch. They, big they put it together, and they, you know what, are they on four-game win streak right now? Yeah, Some but they that.
0: just lost yesterday to well, Dallas. Uh, but prior to uh, yes. that, yes, four-game winning so, streak.
1: you know, big ups to them. They're just trying to. They're trying to figure it out. I think they're, you know what I mean? It's kind of a re- rebuild year in a, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but James Harden just can't get it done against the Warriors, uh, period. He just... He gets a couple wins here or there, but for the most there, part, yeah. he just can't get the job done. It's just when... He, okay, this is the thing about Harden. When he's supposed to win, he loses. When he <laughs> is supposed to win, he loses. And that hurts. That really does hurt. Yeah. Because last year in the finals, you know, who was out? Two mans were out. KD, KD, KD and somebody else.
0: Clay Thomas. Uh, man.
1: There was a game two of the s- stars on Golden State there were was, out.
0: There was one point. It was just um, yeah. Steph, yep, Clay, yeah, and Draymond. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And he was supposed to win the game. He was supposed to go and yeah. everybody was saying we're going back to Game Seven. I mans were bringing up the Game Seven statistics so much. Yep. And Harden failed Houston. Yep. So, Harden, you got to put it together, man. You're scoring all these points, but I want to say it's kind of fake. You know what I mean?
0: Because It doesn't <laughs> equal winning.
1: Yeah, it doesn't equal winning. It's just his attempts.
0: or Winning in critical moments. Yeah. All of the playoffs.
1: So, and then, honestly, I, I don't like Houston because I just don't like the way they play over there. It's really hit or miss. Yeah, it's, it's really, really hit or miss. Yeah. You know, if they hit like, in the playoffs, so what they're expecting to do is hit four games. Mm-hmm. they want to hit shots for four games mm-hmm. and win mm-hmm. no you're not gonna do that you yeah. got to be able to play defense get stops and you know what i mean Like if you break it down you're gonna have a game where you got to win it off your defense yeah one off offense one off just hard work you know what i mean like all a dream on type game. of play like yeah. you know you know what i mean yeah so you don't just try to win four games off shooting like that's impossible
0: they're just trying to cheat one facet of the game being defense and yeah try to win it all on offense just yeah. not gonna happen um i think there will be a day though where a team that's all offense will win. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be that team, uh, not the Houston Rockets. Yep. Mm. I
1: think if you're going to do that, you need fi- You need like, okay, you need KD, you need James Harden, mm-hmm. Steph. You need these guys on one team. That's the only way for you to get it done. Oh, yeah. Because well, yeah. any of those guys can pay- take the load that night.
0: Yeah. And then just yeah, run with it. Exactly. Do their thing. Kawhi Leonard, Mr. AP yes, Male Athlete of the Year for 2019. <clears throat> yes, sir. We got, some, we got some snitches in the NBA, you know that? Ooh. Jeannie Bus, owner for the, or part owner for the LA Lakers, she came out recently and said that Uncle Dennis, Kawhi's uncle, um, I guess manager? Something like that. Something like that. He, he deals with Kawhi's business, uh, was demanding a whole lot of things during the negotiation <laughs> periods, and Kawhi Leonard oh, was yeah, a free yeah. agent. I just want to get your thoughts on this, KJ. So Kawhi, or should I say Uncle Dennis, Wanted part ownership of the team. A private plane that would be available at all times. Kawhi wanted a house. And last but certainly not least, a guaranteed amount of off-court <laughs> endorsement money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All of which is illegal <laughs> in the CBA. Kadre, yep. what do you think about this? Okay, is everything
1: he asked for illegal? I think everything in that is illegal. Yeah, okay. I, and the reason why I asked is because... Like I know the stuff that goes in on, on the contracts that mm-hmm. we all don't know about. We just see the money, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like whether it's, you know, guaranteed or non guaranteed. But um you know, I'm actually not gonna jump to conclusion because it's it's right now it's an allegation process, right? Yeah. So it's not really official. But um I'm
0: gonna cut you off there. I will say though, it's not really an allegation anymore because yeah. Toronto Raptors it's leaked that those things were demanded of Toronto Raptors as well. Yeah. So there's multiple teams now yeah. saying the same things. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's tough, man. It's Kawhi Leonard, man, you gotta get get your people together, man. <laughs> you, you can't be doing that, man. Uh, and I think it's tough because we think of Kawhi Leonard, and he's not that type of guy to you know try to rip people off. You mm-hmm. know, he's pretty straightforward. And plus, the guy's making so much money; like, he could do all of those things within his with his contract money. Mm-hmm. So, to me, I'm not gonna say much. Kawhi Leonard, fix up your people. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, it's
0: tough. You're trying to get me in trouble. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I actually really, really like this. Uh, we already know that the, uh, the best players in the league are very underpaid. Yes, they make a lot of money, but they're underpaid when it comes to the large scale of business. We oh, know yeah. The whole All the money field, that comes in. Everything. Legit, yeah. Uncle Dance is just trying to get what he thinks his client deserves, what his <laughs> little nephew deserves. Yeah. Ooh, if you want to put it like that, okay. He's, just, he's really just trying to get what he deserves. Yeah. Like Kawhi is... Staples Center for the Clippers is pretty much sold out. Kawhi's put, Kawhi putting butts in the seats every single night. And he's going to sell out a whole ton load of merch. Yep. The contract they're giving Kawhi is not adequate to what Kawhi's going to get back to the organization. 100%. Now, I'm not saying that he should get 100% of what he puts in. Mm-hmm. Because then, you know, there just yeah. wouldn't be business there. But then, the Cadence is just trying to get back some part of what yeah. Kawhi is really, really earning. I don't like the fact that those teams are snitching out here.
1: Pitching, yeah. I like
0: uh, I, it's it's leaked out of Toronto so I'm not going to say that Masai put it out there but I don't like how Genie Buss is like yo yo NBA come investigate this come get your guy man Yeah, he's out here he's out here trying to ask for all these things mm-hmm. in a way it's like they're trying to hold him down I know it's illegal in the CBA but like they're trying to hold him down like yeah. and trying to send a message to other players Yeah, okay. don't get the idea that you're making all this money you can come out and yeah. demand this that and so certain. actually
1: you know what I'm actually yeah yeah now that you brought that up right cause I it made me see another side of this this situation that's going on um with Kawhi, right? Mm-hmm. He like so is his uncle's the one who's doing this, right? Correct? Yes. Um I don't think actually that like because obviously the policies and the rules of the NBA, right? With the contract stuff, all that stuff. I think um Chris Paul the um he is the president of the Players I think Association.
0: He was I'm not sure if he is anymore. Regardless,
1: yeah, so I think a big part of that is it's a new conversation because, um, like you just brought up the, the numbers, right? They yeah. don't make sense if you look at it. What LeBron James brings to the NBA, what all these great players bring to the NBA, then only receiving like, let's basically say twenty percent of it, if that, if that, right? So it's actually ridiculous that if LeBron James wasn't playing, nobody's coming to the arena. Yeah. So, everywhere he goes, he sells out. So there is some sort of like you know this is what they call like modern day slavery basically, because you know Mm -hmm. players are being underpaid for what they're bringing in far more than what they're getting. So I think that is a new conversation. You know what I mean? I know, and I know, and that's the whole thing behind the NCAA, right? Yeah, that these players are bringing in money Mm -hmm. and they're not receiving any of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there has to be some change, and I think you know it's good that the NCAA is on it right now. I know LeBron has brought that up on his, his talk show, or whatever. Um, but no, 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 not that you brought it up. No, no, no. I rate what he done. I rate what, it, what yeah, the Uncle I, did. I, I, I rate
0: it heavy. Yeah. Um, I really don't like how they come out and snitching. If, if, if uh, I know it eventually has to leak and come out. If the NBA is actually investigating Dennis, yeah. I know it does have to come out. But I don't really like that. It kind of sends a message to the other players um, that j- do generate a ton load of money. Yeah. Don't don't even think of. Um, trying to bargain with us and get things that you shouldn't be getting. Mm -hmm. That's illegal. I will say though, it's going to be interesting to watch the next CBA, the Collective Bargain Agreement, whenever the current one expires Mm -hmm. because the talk of a salary cap might have to die. Especially seeing that LeBron James is going to probably be retired or be close to retiring and his son's coming into the league. Good chance he will. Nothing's promised, but it's a good chance he will. I don't see... Uh, knowing the mind of LeBron James uh, what I'm seeing I don't see him saying yo my son's coming into the league my son's gonna do the same thing and make the same amount of money that I am I made LeBron's gonna fight for want his son to make as much as he possibly can yeah. I always hear LeBron t- bring up this quote NBA and uh, whoever LeBron does partners with or, or whoever does LeBron does business with shouldn't look at him as a check just look at him as partners not just I'm giving you my services and I'm going to make you a bunch of money. No, no, it's not like that. It's not 70-30. You make 70, I make 30. We're partners now. It's 50-50. You can't go as far without me. Yeah. So I like that, the fact LeBron's doing that. Um, Uncle Dennis, I don't think he's a bad guy. Yeah. I think he's just trying to fight for his guy. Exactly. His nephew. And he probably does know the numbers Mm -hmm. of what, you know, that he's actually getting ripped off. So he's trying to fight. Just checking. So I can't knock his hustle, you know? Yeah. Um, Even when he was fighting for Kawhi in San Antonio saying, yo, Kawhi, sit your ass down. If you're hurt, you're hurt. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you're not feeling right, don't play. Don't let them force you back. I like that. Yep. Um, I th- I think he's even behind the load management thing. <laughs> Teams are trying to push him, trying to make all their investment back off Kawhi. Uncle Denzel's is like, yo, chill, man. Your quad ain't right. Knee ain't right. Tendonitis? Yo, take a, take a day off, Still man. On. Chill. <laughs> um, and they went out to get their own doctors. I love the situation in San Antonio when they went out to get their own doctors and get a second third fourth oh, yeah. opinion oh yeah on Kawhi's injury at the time because it was very mysterious uh, I love the fact that they did that they made sure that guy was straight Kawhi went on to win the championship with the Toronto Raptors I was able to put a big middle finger in the back of his ring listen guys another episode of the true Hoopers podcast in the books this was episode 15 Kenesha Gray thank you for coming on the show having the Dre, pleasure having you on the show Till next time Oh gee, Grandpa. Thank you for coming on the show. Yeah. Hey. I want to wish everyone a happy holidays. Happy and stay blessed out there, guys. It's a true hoopers podcast. This is this is this is the True Hoopers Podcast with CJ Greg. We out.